right. Welcome, everybody, to Two Putts. I'm Jake Landry. Nick Huff here. And uh, we, this is going to be a great episode. I'm just let, I'm calling our shot right now, Nick. It's going to be a good one. A humdinger, if you will. Okay? I love it, dude. I Yeah, I'm feeling good going into it. So let me set the stage. So first of all, week last week touched on reality TV. And I want to give a shout out to one of our, our listeners and friends, Carlos, our uh, speech pathologist. And we were talking today and I was kind of previewing the episode, you know, kind of just, you know, hamming it up before we go away for the weekend. I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to talk to you about reality TV. I don't know if you watch it or, you know, if you watch Love is Blind. Jake, I don't watch reality TV, but that show I'm into. And at that moment, Nick, I decided executive decision. We're going ham on Love is Blind this episode. So uh, maybe I'm going to put some music that's playing behind me right now that I don't know about, but... This is special edition, Love is Blind reaction edition. Dude, forget the sports. And you know what? I just finished. I caught up on all the episodes today and uh, yesterday. So I'm ready to talk about it. It's fresh in the mind. This is like game tape for me. I'm excited. So I have a, and and we do have some other things, but but exactly. We're doing those later because I want to leave all the time we have, you know, to make sure we handle this correctly so i have an article here with the couples and i was thinking we would just go through couple by couple in order in this article before i do it's one of those articles that i was worried because it's a spoiler article it says you know who's still together if you haven't been watching we're at episode nine they come out in batches the next batch is gonna have the weddings and we're gonna see how it all goes but right now we're about three quarters of the way through and uh, things could go in any direction, Nick. I mean, for some of them, I think it's kind of a done deal in a negative way. Um, but we'll see. Interesting thing about this article, the spoilers aren't there because in other cities, this is in Charlotte, North Carolina this season, uh, in other cities, marriage records have been public. So obviously when the show comes out, it was already filmed. You can check the marriage records to see if they're still legally married or ever got married. North Carolina... Uh, they have a law that marriage records are not public. So the good news is we have no idea. The world doesn't have any idea. And uh, let's just talk about them generally. But then I guess I'm curious for a preview as well. So the first one is A.D. and Clay. A.D. and Clay. So why, why don't you lead off with your thoughts on A.D. and Clay? Yo, so first off, they're my favorite couple. Because A.D. is the sweet queen who... She just wants life to be positive, just wants to spend time with her hubby and her newly found love. And I think she really does love him. But my man, Clay, dude, first off, Clay might be the dumbest dude <laughs> I've ever seen. For such an introspective guy, there's not much going on during yo, those moments yo, of introspection. I was, he was asking about an engagement ring. He goes like, where's my engagement ring? She's like, you get one at the wedding. And he's like, oh, I don't get one. Like, you don't propose to me? And she's like, no, that's not how it works. Um, I, there, I think, I think they're a dark horse. I think they might be able to make it. And I say that because AD is such a positive human being. And even in the pods, like she, it was between clay and this other dude, high key serial killer vibes named Matt, who was the Uh, worst. Yeah. Yeah. But just to get in on Matt, Matt was, he was like this dude who didn't know how to converse with anybody 
then found a couple girls and was telling the same thing. Came, but, came with a list of questions and then like he'd yeah. ask the question. He'd be like, you pick a number. They'd pick the number. He'd ask the question. And then if they were like, oh, you know, what about you? No, I don't answer the questions. I just asked them. Yeah, that dude yo, was. And one time yeah, yo, yeah. he straight up got up and left. Yeah, he, while he she was talking. I know. And that girl, like, listen, the response was long, <laughs> but it's like you're getting to know someone. They're over. Yeah, that that dude, I you know, he needs some social stories. He needs some 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 extra work to help him through those social interactions. His social pragmatics. I was like, AD gave him a chance. So I, the issue is the episode I just watched is Clay. They met Clay's mom, and it got real contentious. I'm like, yo, now's the time, AD. Not not the moment I would have picked. And, and my mom was like, he's a baby. Like she had just watched that, and she was like, he's not ready. That's my mom's take on him. No, and he says it all the time. He's he's a player and he's an ego and he has all this stuff. Dude, I know that dude is I mean, we haven't seen it yet, but I bet you if it's not now, at some point he's gonna be in the clubs and he's talked about it. He's like all the idols that he grew up cheated. So that's what he knows. Like I know he wants to flip the script and that's what he talks about, but he's kinda dumb and he's a player. Like he's got that swag. But I do like Clay. I like how introspective he is, but I also, in the same note, love how stupid he is. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I think one of the things that I've noticed as a trend in shows like this are the silence, right? Are the moments of silence when the dudes get quiet, that's not a good thing. I usually think when the dudes get quiet, it's when they're not physically attracted to the other person. That's what, that's, I find that's what tends to happen. So I have to say that this one makes me nervous because... I'm not sure if he is going to say yes on the altar. And if he does, I, you know, I think that that could be big and, you know, so on and so forth. But this is one that I'm like, it, it makes me feel a little uneasy. I think we might get disappointment at the altar from from Clay because the moments of silence make me nervous. I think the Vegas line would be pretty even. I agree. On, are they going to say yes or no? If I was a betting man, I'd say that they're going to say yes, unless some based on what we've seen. Obviously, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve have not come but out I yet. Don't, but I don't think, like, listen. I a, think he a, is attractive. I find to AD it. a little annoying. Just a li- like, I'm with you. I, all the positive things you said, but to me, it's like okay, but chill at the same time. Like it's it, no, you I know, yeah, I, I hear like, you. This cast, dude. I'm going to be honest. They're, it's it's bad in its entirety. Like yeah, I, they no, just make me cringe. Agreed. But Agreed. no, yeah, I hear you. But AD is a cheerleader. Yo, yo, Clay did say, if you get fat, I'm telling you to go to the gym. Clay yeah. is savage. Well, this is what I'm saying is like, I just, I think, I feel like what we've seen, and let me, you know, asterisk, everything is the producers putting something together. Like what we're seeing is, is formulated. So fine. But still what I've seen from what's been given to us is a dude who like was really shallow I don't think he had anyone went back to AD and like AD let Matt in. So like, just saying like she let Matt in when again, everyone else was like, ick right away, red flag right away. I think Clay is also kind of an ick right away, red flag right away, except he was obviously much better than Matt. So that's what just makes me nervous is like, I don't think Clay is going to be able, like he kind of had that like rebirth at, in the middle of the pots, but I just, I don't see it lasting. Like you said, like from all the things he shared about his experience and those sorts of things, like you can want to be those things, but you know, you got to find someone that you really, really, really connect with. And I don't feel like they, I don't, I just don't feel it. 
I've seen a lot of these reality shows. I'm not feeling it with this one. For the long Dude, run, like, I, like big... I agree, they might say yes, but I'll talk about the six month after, the year after. Because that's, yeah, what, that's I what I'm to. saying. That, that's, yeah. that's a, let me just say, these reality shows are a success and like the love part of it, like, does this prove that love is blind? Saying yes at the wedding with the pressure of the show is not proof that love is blind. It's two years after that proves, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. But I am hopeful for them. I, I think, I mean, they're a boring couple. Like they, like when they're, when it's their clips on the show, I'm like, eh, like we could skip through this. Completely I don't really care agree. about either of them. Completely agree. Yet we got, almost eight minutes out of them so let's let's go to one of the oh god this couple just gives me a flipping popsicle headache and we're probably gonna talk about them for a while because there's so much to unpack we're not going to jimmy and chelsea okay we? that's what's next in the arsenal that's, article, last. Fine. that's okay, last okay we'll save that with us all right fine we'll do jeremy and laura oh this dude okay they deserve each other in terms of how much of tools both of them are in their own ways like to, the the bean dip thing for him to go and like tell ad that laura had told him to do the bean dip is like a complete betrayal of your girl in that moment like that like if you have to learn that lesson early on then like learn that lesson but this is the thing with him is i didn't i don't feel like he's genuine and he doesn't really like take feedback and he doesn't really like grow with it. So like, that's the thing is it's like, I'm not so, it's not so much that he did that as much as like how it manifested and came to be. And then with her, her parents come to visit and she brings up the Instagram thing with the other girl yeah, and stuff bro. like that. That was like, so like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this to him? And literally her friend is like trying to put these side comments into like pacify the situation and stuff. And, you know, now I'm going through the whole thing, but obviously the most recent thing is totally messed up in every way, which is he had another connection with a girl in the pods and he stayed out till 5 a.m. with her in an alleyway in the car. If you want to tell me that they didn't have, you know, full relations, fine, but they made out, Nick. They made out. They made oh, out. Dude, they didn't just make out. They had full relations, bro. That... It was Bouchika Wow Wow. That car was jiggling, bro, in that parking lot. I, I, and she called him out. It, but, like, dude, 5 a.m., 5 a.m. Jake, if we're staying up till 5 a.m. talking, dude, there's more going on. That's all I'm saying. That's I, 5 a.m., like, there's – with the girl. I know you're saying – and here's another thing, dude. Jeremy's a walking red flag. As much as I vibe with a Hawaiian shirt, if you're not going to a party in the summer – and you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt casually, you, my friend, are a walking beige flag slash ick slash red flag, depending on who you are. I looked at Jeannie and I made a joke. I said, yo, I kind of want a style. She looked at me. She went, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You have enough Hawaiian shirts. Melanie, but, right away, that's been every comment about him is the hats and the, the shirts. Can we talk about the shades inside too? Oh, I mean, what with the are shade, we doing, the buddy? But also, like, when you find out, so you see him with the shades inside, and my first thought is, okay, they had a fight, they had a disagreement. Oh, see, I thought he was hungover. Okay, maybe that, but I'm also, I mean, he looked pissed, so I'm thinking like she said something, did something, they, you know, when they were fighting. No, 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 you're wearing shades because you're hiding. Because you're hiding. What are you hiding? Yeah, probably. 
not great stuff with that other girl. Yo, and he tried to gaslight her too. He was like, I gave you my location. You're acting Yo, crazy. Yo, that, and, 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 <laughs> that's, that's the part of it where it's like, like where the murderer takes the people through the crime scene. You know what I'm saying? Like where, you know, they're the next door neighbor, they're the husband, they're the wife, they're walking the police through the crime scene explaining what could have, well, you know, and they think they're going to get away with it. How could you convince yourself that you could say, hey, I mean, I shared my location. You knew I was in the back alley with her. What's the problem? You knew about it. Bro, Yo, but he even it. lied about where he was because she, she was like, I looked at your location. Dude, Jeremy is a tool. Laura is someone I would never hang out with in my life. Well, if that's even her name, I don't even remember. Yeah, Laura. Yeah, I mean, listen, she's a tool. I mean, she like the bean. Like she is kind of like it, it's not peaceful. There's confrontation. She's confrontational. She nitpicks. She's a nitpicker in a confrontational way. I agree. Yeah. It's it's not. It wouldn't be fun to to hang out with either of these people. They both suck. And I gotta be honest, when they started showing Jeremy first. The other girl I thought was such a better match for him, like Sarah, whatever her name is, Sarah Lynn Sarah or Sarah Ann. Or something. Sarah, Sarah Ann. Ann. Yeah, Sarah Ann. To yeah, look, I, yeah, he just gave me, like, he, I think he is very intelligent, so I don't want to disrespect anyone's intelligence, but he's not smarter than I am, and he, if I was in the room, he would, he would think he's the smartest person in the room, but buddy, you're sitting with someone who's got 150 IQ, like, yeah, live uh, IQ test episode to come. Okay, I can't talk about these people anymore. They really do annoy me. They're both just yeah. so, such tools. All right, this is this is the itch that I really. This is what we what I wanted to talk about before we decided to go full love is blind. Shout out Carlos, Brittany, and Ken. Ken's gay. Ken's gay. Well, that's I saw it. I saw. It I on don't Twitter. know if that's a hotter take than mine, but keep going. I saw it on Twitter and they were like, yeah, they, they they believe in God and all that. So for those of you who haven't watched, Ken is a 25-year-old principal. Which, by the way, off. you shouldn't – I'm sorry. Like presidents can't be presidents until they're 35. And I'm sorry. Like I'm not saying you can't be a principal, but, it, it, you know, it's like the thing last week with consultants. Like you can't go run a professional development as a 24 year old, like when you think of all the schooling you need to do to even get to be a teacher, I'm sorry. No, you, you don't have well, the experience dude, I did the that math And yet. I said, I don't know. Cause we live, we do live in the Northeast, which is like a higher academic achieving area. So t I don't know what the credentials look like, but I did the math. You can't even become a principal or even think about becoming a principal until you're at least 26, 27 years old, depending on when you get out of college. Cause you need your 092 which for those of you who don't know is your administration degree to become a principal or assistant principal or whatever. And you need to work a minimum of five years as a teacher. So yeah. you can't even, even if you get as out at the youngest. it should be. As it should be. But speaking of that, no, so he, so his match, who I don't even know her name because again, this couple, I, I, I spoke ill of AD and Clay. This couple is the boringest couple in the world. They both very are religious. And so they were like, we're going to wait till marriage. Um, not going to go any deeper into that. But he showed no affection with her. He gave her, like, weird pecs. He wasn't into her, even from the start. And I think... Really? That's what be, you felt? Okay. okay. That's what I felt. Yeah, I okay. thought all those compliments at the reveal were forced. 
I thought the touching was forced tr- for her trying to build a spark. That's what I got. Well, but I'm I, sorry. Ken didn't want anything to I'm do sorry. it. I'm sorry. Then, then, then let me say this because this is I'm hearing this for the first time because I didn't necessarily see that. Like, if you're one of those people who, and again, like, fine. Like, I was thinking about this today. Like, look, when I was on the apps, you see these people with the profiles of like believer, like need not apply if not. Okay, fine. Like, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. But like, had I ended up, and I didn't, but had I ended up with a religious person, like, I feel like I would have been open to like, make like whatever. So if you're going to limit yourself to like, you have to have someone who thinks the same way as you, I guess is what I'm saying, then fine. That's fine. But you're limiting yourself. And their relationship in the pods, I thought like, like I hear what you're saying about them being boring. But for me, these are the couples where I'm like, F yeah, this is great. I love it. Like, let's go. Love is great. Love is blind. I love it. Okay. What I don't like when we get to Jimmy or later is like, I don't like when people are with the wrong people. Like I've always, this is so like, I don't know what this is from my childhood. It's probably related to like my parents' divorce and stuff. But like when I used to watch movies, like my sister had this movie, The Little Princess or something. And I just remember there was like this like whole thing where like the dad like should have been with something or like the mom should have been like, whenever I see those ones where it's like people end up with the wrong person, dude, it hurts me. It hurts me viscerally, bro. I I know, roll your eyes at me. That's fine. I'm just telling you that's, that's my baggage that I carry. So when I see a couple like this, I'm like, Let's go. Let's go love. I was the same way. I was the same way. I was the same way. Dude, then they saw each other and I looked, dude, I looked over. I was like, this ain't going to last. So I'm really, well, I'm disappointed in him for that because I'm sorry. There is not a darn thing wrong with Brittany. Okay. So dude, uh, well, not that this would be wrong with him, but what you've brought up would definitely complicate his attraction to her. Let's say that. Well, dude, also he was, even if he wasn't gay, he was a phone dude, bro. Like. And I get he's a principal, so as teachers, we get emails and we understand that. And I'm sure taking a week off, I'm sure he was loaded. But you're you're unpacking together. Take the time at 7 p.m. to then do all your emails after Dude, you're unpacking. He was awful Have a conversation her. He with was her. Awful do those things. Her. Awful. He was because awful he's gay. Because well, he's gay. So okay, so I mean when you bring in that layer, fine. But this is what I wanted to talk about was just the gaslighting of him. Like, here's the thing. Ready for this, Nick? I'm going to try something real brave here. Maybe this is all going to get cut, but I think this is going to work. Just so you know, I'm going to disagree with this take. I think it's going to work. I think it's going to work. But I'm going to disagree with it. I already know I am. Leadership requires a level of gaslighting. Because you have to make people believe in things that they might not believe in. You can't win at the Battle of Normandy. You can't defeat the British to get... This beautiful nation, you can't overcome a team that's way better than you if you don't have someone telling you it can happen and convincing you to believe. Ask Ted Lasso. So I know gaslighting is a negative thing, but there is like in certain contexts, right? If we're if we're unpacking gaslighting. A good yeah, leader does gaslight also. But I if, just looked up the definition ahead. of gaslighting. Hit me with it. It's attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in their victims. So I think the storming of Normandy's, that's like getting your boys Okay, fair enough. You're right, you're right. Fair enough. So fine. But I would put them on the same spectrum. I think, let me put it this way. 
I'm reading a book with like powers and every power has like an opposite. So I'm going to try to say this. Motivation and gaslighting are of the same cloth. I cloth. feel you. And they're opposites you. of each other. Like, but they come from the same core, if you will. And so here's the thing that I guess I'm saying is like, and I'm sorry, but leaders have to be tapped into that. And so depending on what they're hawking, they're, they're gaslighted or they're motivating. And sometimes they're doing, you know, whatever. And this dude gaslit this girl and like made her feel like she was the problem so badly when he came home and ate that meal. And she's like, look, I feel like you're not being intimate and like it's affecting how I feel about you. And he immediately was like, well, if you're feeling like that, how can I ever da da da? Dude, I was watching him like, that dude, that I disagree with the whole take. I, all right. Well, I, it really I think me. I think she was saying us. I think she I think I, I agree with him to an extent where she was like, there isn't that spark with us. And he's like, well, there is with me. And there, that's I think, a lie. But I no, dude, I think what the is. I lie. think the love I, dude. I think the love language is different between them, bro. So they his love language might be. Gift giving, I don't believe it would be, but hers was clearly like quality time and Ken was not about quality time. So this is where I disagree with you because I don't give men a pass like that. If you're saying he saw her and he wasn't attracted to her, then he got the phone, then he did the quiet thing, then he does the flipping your reality on you and making this your fault, that sounds like out of the playbook of he wasn't interested and he's trying to make it the girl's fault. So either either what you're saying, dude, is, I mean, for, let's throw away the gay thing for a second, but like, <laughs> no, let's just for a second, but like all the evidence you've provided still supports what I'm saying, which is that like, like, dude, like you're coming here talking about love languages, but a second ago you were saying he's not attracted to her at all. So, like, which one is it? Well, bro, first off, I I'm know sorry. why. I didn't mean to you be that aggressive. You know why he's not attracted. You know why he's not attracted. I will say Why? To, what's wrong actually, with Britney? There's nothing what's wrong with Britney. He's gay. Oh, okay. He's fine. not attracted to well, her. But then that's Jeez, my, Louise. Right, but if he's But if that's the case, then Exact. That only proves what I'm saying, which is now I'm a so his here's what I'm gonna say, dude. <laughs> he did have a conversation with AD on the beach, and she was like, "How do you feel about that?" Dating? Pissed me off. Okay, he didn't know Yo, she was Jake's white. Jake heated, boys. She Jake's didn't, heated. She she didn't know that he was black, and he didn't know that she was white before they met each other. No, they knew, but I think a little like, dude, think about it, like. A little bit of outside self or outside doubt can bring a lot of self doubt on. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I come to you, Jake, and I'm like, "Yo, dude, you're not really that great of a teacher." Well, maybe not you. That's a bad example. But if I go to like a younger teacher, our student, the student teacher, if I go to her and I'm like, "Hey, I'm like, I don't think, like, maybe you should do these lessons a little bit differently. You're not getting the most out of your kids." Well, her self doubt's going to get going, and now she's going to think negatively. And I think that might have caused a factor but again i'm rolling with my thing kenneth putts from the rough which is totally fine no hate but that's that's what it is man and i saw it on twitter and i'm gonna believe it to the day i die ken is my king and you will not speak ill towards him i can already tell that working under him in a school like the way that conversation went down you'd be sitting there having these conversations where you'd be like what did i get myself into jake here's what i'm gonna say bro you have 
emotions of feelings and you're an empath you feel that <laughs> not everyone gets that mm. so you're on top of it so you would you know but yet i didn't pick up on him not being interested in her i well my third eye was open that day well let me say this that ad conversation actually really annoyed me and listen again that was the producers you know the producers definitely were like go have that conversation so i don't want to like fault ad because i i doubt that truly came from her okay but it was just like, it's like a larger thing for me where it's just, I just, it, I, I, it, I just didn't, I, I didn't love how it all went down. And it was like one of those things where it's like, dude, you really didn't think about this until now? Like, this is going to completely break everything. That's how I felt. Cause I That's agree. I that felt. was the moment, but I'm like, did you just figure this out? Well, what? at that moment, like, he what? looked at Clay, that moment he looked at Clay and said, mm, I may be in love with him. So, oh, he said that, that. No, he didn't say that. Oh, dude. okay. So, I was Jeez like, oh, Louise. <laughs> but you know what, dude? Yeah. Even though we did get about eight solid minutes on this couple, boring couple, didn't want anything to do with it. I think him. it was more like fifteen minutes. All right, let I, me. Dude, <laughs> boring couple, didn't want anything to do with. It. I I love them, and I that's why I'm so hurt because they ruined my uh, faith and love. Let's talk about Johnny and Amy, which is another one that, you know, here's the thing. I will say this is a couple that, again, I was drawn to just it, like, I don't want to watch them at all. I don't care at all. But I'm like, let's go. Love it. Come on, guys. Love, I think they're the only love. ones that are going to last. I'm a little nervous about her saying she needs her dad's approval. But I'm going to say this. And again, watching these shows, watching them in different countries, seeing different cultures, being married I mean, I, my wife and I met on November 16th and got married on March 16th. So that's not a long time. So I, you know, I believe in this stuff and I believe that it can work because we're about to celebrate, dude, four years. It's crazy. But anyway, I really, I, I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to get dad's approval. I think we're going to be good. We didn't see that yet, right? No, but as in the preview, he was crying. But you know how they do. You know how producers work. Oh, yeah. So. They, like, have them cut an onion and then cook and then are like, all right, we're going to film this one moment of you right after you sneezed. And, you know. I mean, the only thing with Johnny is he's so frugal and, like, he's financially oh, responsible. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. No, she he's wants really to worried about money. having an accident, a.k.a. a child that was unplanned. I, I, and... but he, but, but can I say something? Birth control is really tough for your body not for our no bodies. i know and i and he keeps saying that he's aware of it but i don't think he's as aware of it as he believes he is i don't think he has any that sisters whole, that whole thing that whole thing and i mean health health time with nick and jake he could get a vasectomy he could wear a condom like he could do things to help prevent what he's scared of and the fact that it's end all be all that she needs to go on birth control in order for them to consummate the marriage as you would say um it's they haven't and, even done that yet right they haven't even gone no. that far that's crazy that's crazy no. dude no but in all reality we've said a lot of these couples are boring i would argue that they're the boringest one or most boring yeah i agree uh like they're whatever that dude's he wants to retire at 50 dog what do you do that helps text me yeah I, but it's but he's but that's the thing like I just can't get into that idea of living life like that. Like, I just, I think it's, 
And the other thing is, like, what man or woman would want to get into a relationship with someone who's like, I want to do the bare minimum with you over well, the next she called 20 years? She was like, do we want to travel? Do we want to do that? He's like, yeah, I want to do that. And when I'm we're like, 50. Are they going to live in hostels and, like, yeah, I, travel I, to third world countries? Like, yeah, I, That's the thing. That kind of stuff, like, I just, you know. That doesn't – no no person wants to hear from like when you get with someone like it's very important to me that we like don't spend money until we're 50. Like because I want to retire at 50. It's like, dude, chill out. Like I hear you and we can like meet in the middle on that. But again, this might be a producer spun thing. But if this is the most exciting thing to say about them, it's not that exciting. So you're right. You're right. I mean, yeah, that's literally the most exciting thing about them. Two Putts Podcast is brought to you by Smelly Sneakers. You know who you are. Smelly Sneakers. Paid for by the Fairfield branch of the Deodorizers Association of America. I think all that's left is... uh, is, uh, Jimmy and Chelsea. Jimmy and Chelsea. First of all, Jimmy is like... The worst? I mean, just like... the Yeah, I mean... Like the whole, because part of the whole Chelsea narrative is, you know, <laughs> Jessica and, you know, she, you know, the whole thing, you, you know what I'm talking about, all that, all that stuff. And, you know, like his surprise, like, oh, well, she said she looked like Megan Fox. Dude, you look like, come on now. Like, come on. Nothing nice come to on say. Now. Come on, dude. Like, is this a guy who should be out there super worried about? Looks like if we're going equal for equal, you know, come on, dude. Dude, that that's what that's what that he looks like. His rating would be what I have in my pants sometimes—a soft two. <laughs> well, that was, and I mean it. That was terrific. Well, here's my so. Let let's start. Let let's tell the story. You can you. Give us through the pods. What, what happened so with Jesse? So real quick, yeah, Jimmy, Mr. Two, let's call him. Also, shout out to One Piece, dude. Mr. Two's fire in the anime. Um, Mr. Two, a.k.a. Jimmy, was in the pod, and apparently he was a hot commodity, but what the producers chose to show us was his two connections with this one woman, Jessica, and this one woman, Chelsea. Chelsea, who he ultimately ends up picking. Jessica is a mom. And that's very important. A single mom. She had a kid when she was 18. So kid was 10 years old. She's 28. Chelsea was previously married. Whatever. And that was like uh, the first thing is, oh, they both have past baggage. Like, which one's worse? Yeah. Like, da, da, da. So, I mean, you can speak to it too, Jake. But in my humble opinion, I thought his connection with Jessica was better. And in the pods... They were talking and somehow like, oh, I, I get I get told I look like this person a lot. And so Jimmy's like, this is Chelsea now. And Jimmy was like, who? And she's like, mm, well, MGK's wife. And he's like, Megan Fox? And she's like, but just because I have blonde or dark hair and blue eyes. And she did say that. So I will defend oh, her on that. for sure. Like, I thought she was, I thought she said it perfectly. Like, she was very clear. Like, that's the only, like, she was, she was yeah. not lying. And, and she's the fact a lot that of he hate. clung to it was... That was on him, not on her. She She's getting a lot of hate. 
because of that, but it's like, yo, chill out. That People part's unjustified she, because she made it very clear. No, she. there's a lot of reasons to hate her, but that's not one of them. So Jimmy hung on to that one and basically at that moment knew who he was going to choose. And he didn't know what Jessica looked like. It's such Jessica, a good point that in a show called Love is Blind that's all about blindness, the one hint about looks is basically what made his decision. Great, great astute observation there, Nick. You, that's what I do. So... And the pods, for those of you who don't watch the show, which you should, it's a, they spend a week long and they spend like hours dating each other. And then as the days go on, you kind of pick the times of when your date's going to be, blah, blah, blah. So after that conversation with Megan Fox, he, he had his mind made up, but didn't want to believe that he had his mind made up. So, so he goes to Jessica. And for those of you who don't know, Jessica is much prettier than Chelsea, objectively. Um, so he, he was leading Jessica on, leading Jessica on and Jess, and Jessica several wrote, dates. I mean, it went on for a long time yeah, after and the, Jessica yeah. wrote like this, like, she's like, here's what I wrote oh, this letter to my God, future husband. I forgot about and it that. was this beautiful oh. written note. And we're going to get to Chelsea too. What she oh, did to my, my heart. Boy, oh, what gosh. she did to my boy. I can't think of his name right now. No, uh, to Trevor, I think. Dude, Trevor, yeah. dude. Um, wait, let's get... We'll yeah, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, so he wrote this thing, made him cry, and he was... It was this beautiful thing about, like, I'm, I'm so excited to be with you. I only want this to be read one time, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to devote the same love that I devoted to my daughter to you, to it was, your kid. It was really beautiful. And it was beautiful, and he cried. And then he stopped crying and basically was like, yeah, well, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. It, it, essentially, it was like, I love you. And, and he was, yeah, it was, his response was, I mean, look, his response was honest. And I'm pretty sure that was it for them right then. I thought that was when well, they broke Well, no. Up. So he, he, well, dude, because I just briefly. Yeah, I'm so, so glad you're like caught up. So, you're he basically, like, oh, God. so he basically was like. Well, I haven't made a decision yet. Well, his next date was with who? Met oh, and Walmart. she was like, you know what? Go figure it out. You know where I stand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Walmart, Megan Fox. And Jessica's a queen. And she's like, I, it, look, I, want, I don't want you to cut things off. I want you to explore your options. I want you to choose me, which what a mature thing to say. Goes, goes to Chelsea the same day and is like, yeah, I love you. Oh, it was the same day. It was like right after. So then... Chelsea comes back to the pod, tells Laura, Laura, who's a snake. Oh, this walks, Laura tool that we just talked yeah. about. Laura goes to Jessica and was like, oh, immediately, Jessica was right immediately away. goes to Jessica and was like, you need to go home. And Jessica's like, why? And Je and Laura's like, I'm not telling you, but you need to go like leave on your own accord. And Jessica, the queen that she is, came in, stood on business, sat in the pods that next day and just reamed Jimmy out. That part was fantastic. And Jimmy was like, well, I didn't make a decision. And just because the heck you did, dog. You said I love you two minutes after our date ended. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, just yeah. the worst. Yeah. And she and she said, too, like, when, like, you're going to regret this deeply. Like, basically, like, you're, yeah. Um, yeah. She basically insinuated that Chelsea is the worst and ugly. And, like, and we still, we're not even out of the pods yet. There's just so much. I just thought about... What we don't know yet, but what was previewed, but we won't talk about that yet. But so remind me what what did Chelsea say to him? Like, did she do something special for him or did she did she say I love you first or did he say I love she you? She got him a box. I don't know. I don't know if anything was revealed in the box. 
but Chelsea's basic, so it was probably like a stuffed animal with I an mean, I love you. I ba- hate Chelsea. Basic's not a lie. Basic's not a lie. Now let's bring Trevor into the mix here and talk about Chelsea. So Chelsea had... So Trevor, yeah, go ahead. for those of you who don't know, is a king. He has a mullet. He's jacked. Good guy. And he, and he went on Love is Blind because he's like, when people look at me, people think I'm just this muscular dude who like gets girls. And he's like, I'm actually a lover boy. Like I love people. And Trevor really only made a connection with Chelsea, which is very important. And he basically cut it off with all the other women to focus solely on Chelsea, which is a decision I wouldn't go for right away, right away like he did. But but he, he was, was upfront. Sure. He was honest. They had a great, you know. I mean, this is the thing. I did not see anything from Jimmy that communicated to me that he was a higher caliber man than Trevor. So I just, again, like, I just can't understand how. Well, dude, what killed me was, and this is what really set me off for Chelsea, because it's like, I get it. Like, I've watched all six seasons. Actually, that's not true. I haven't seen the first one. But there are, you do make multiple connections. So I get you exploring both connections. There's no hate on that. It was, she got in this vibrating. Oh, my gosh, dude. Um, you know what my reaction was? So first of all, let's really go. It's a vibrating bracelet that basically what it is is you can you ha- it has different buttons on it and this one just had one but you click it when you think of someone and it's for long distance relationships you know what i did immediately because i loved it i went to instagram or google or whatever and i looked to buy them and they're actually pretty expensive so i might save but i might surprise melanie with that for our anniversary or something maybe it's clingy whatever but right now our schedules are crazy and the idea that i'd be sitting here and i'd get a vibration during the pod while she's working right now that would i would love that so i thought that was so so sweet and cute and i'm sorry the fact that again she got that for trevor right i'm so mad i don't even know i'm spitting mad right now but like oh god like how did she not choose him not dude but the worst part was when she broke his heart it was like i'm not going with you and he was such a king about it he was like, I get it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for Jimmy. He's like, but you probably got annoyed with me because I tapped it a thousand times last night. Dude, when he said that, I was ready to fly down to North Carolina and find Chelsea my damn self. Do you think she even had it on? No, dude. She was This is going to have to get it out. But... <laughs> All right, well, that's going to be bleeped out at the very least, if not cut but here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Um, the reveal. Uh, Jimmy didn't look super pleased. I don't, no, he dude. He even announced it. Um, oh, he called her out on the Megan Fox thing right there, didn't he? No, uh, uh, like when they're like on the confessional part of it. Right. He was like, yeah, she. I think we're gonna have to talk about her lying to me that she looked like Megan Fox. So, the other thing that's come out, and it's just. I mean, if you've watched the show, like, this is just what it is. Apparently, Jimmy has a really big Jimmy. So, that's a, a topic. So, thank you. Yeah, go well, God always, God always blesses the one who are who are never going to use oh, it. Let me tell, let me tell you. So, they, they get out into, you know, the, the vacation and whatever. And it's, they got right into it. They were one of the couples that did it right away. Oh, he said AD. He, dude, the way he talked to AD was so inappropriate that first night. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, basically, for those of you who don't know, he was like, 
he went over to Chelsea and was like, yo, AD is stacked. Oh, he said that to and Chelsea? Like, and Chelsea was like super uncomfortable. She's like, AD, haha, you are rocking it. And he's like, why'd you call me out? And then he took that opportunity to talk to AD. And they and talked for a long time. And he said some really bad stuff and Chelsea could hear. It was bad. It was yeah. bad, bad, bad. Jimmy's the worst. Jimmy is horny, dude. Yeah, he's a horn dog. He's a horn dog. There's no, there's no, he's a, a good old boy. Good old boy. That's why I he's said He's a dog. Me. All right, I almost just went off political, but the, you know, I gotta tell you, this season, like, I could do without any of these people. Um, <laughs> I really, I really. Except can. we're waiting for Wednesday for the new releases, bro, which except, makes it sick. Except I need to see Ken and Becky figure it out. But besides that, like, I'm, you know, I'm good on. Well, Ken's uh, figuring it out with some dude. I'm well, just telling you. But let's talk about this. So Jimmy and Chelsea, whatever. It's, I mean, it all just feels so fake. It feels like Jimmy's just trying to make good face, to be honest. But she has publicly come out because as the episode has been released, there's been like real world stuff. And to me, Nick. Her responses, I can't help but be cynical and be like, okay, like, yes, I get it. And I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And people are whack and all these things. But you're kind of social climbing right now. You're kind of using this to become a mini celebrity. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It's, I don't think anyone's ever come out in the middle of the season like this. I don't know, Nick. You tell me. Well, Laura came out on the bean dip situation. So, oh this, my God, dude, seriously. The issue with these is I think a lot of the people on here are trying to become Q list celebrities. Agreed. Like, Agreed. So, they want their 30,000 followers and they're going to call it a day. With that being said, dude, Chelsea is one of the most insecure human beings I've ever met. And that's coming from someone yeah. who's relatively insecure. So that was her second post, right? Was about people calling her out for insecurity. I couldn't uh, listen. I didn't even look at her Instagram. I blocked her and I haven't even been on her page. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If a video is two minutes long and it's not like philosophy or something that needs to be two minutes long, I just, I'm out. So Like our podcast? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, we're having a good time over here. Um, yeah, exactly like our podcast. But anyway, I didn't listen to what Chelsea had to say. I just didn't really care for it. But I, I again, I don't think she should be given a hard time for the Megan Fox thing. That was Jimmy like showing how grasping horny on, is grasping, grasping for air. Everything that you said, and then uh, you know, so that. So the the recent thing, like I said, I feel like he's kind of faking it and stuff and just kind of, I don't think he's going to say yes. I think, I mean, I wish, I don't want it to go to the wedding and I don't say just them, like in general, I don't want it to go to the wedding if someone's going to say no and surprise the other person. I hate that. I hate that. That in front of their family, like just break up with them before the wedding. Like if you know you're going to say no, don't do that to someone else. That's my opinion. I don't enjoy that. I would rather see them break I, up and leave I, see, the show. I, I think that's where the producers come in, and I think yeah. it's like you have to come and do this. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but, dude, can we talk about the insecurity, though? Like, no, yeah, well, she talked okay, about go ahead. it, but go it's ahead. like, yeah. dude, no human being. She's like, you didn't even kiss me. And he's like, well, I've been working all day. Like, and yeah, I have but, to be up in the room. And but, I, I, but he's not attracted to her. So that's the thing is. Okay, she's insecure, but she's right. She can sense. Well, the insecurity his came if you noticed when he first saw what Jessica looked like. That's what I'm. Insecu- no, but dude, but oh, but this is where like, and I, 
we went bowling. You know, we 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 went and we talked, and I told you my first class, first semester of college. What was it? Women's history. Feminist philosophy. Oh, that's it. Feminist philosophy. So it's just like I can't look at that situation and not see for me that yeah, he saw Jessica. He is withdrawing from her. He like, dude, if you're into someone, you're giving them kisses all the time. So like. If she's feeling insecure because he's not giving her affection, chances are, and I think this will be proven right at the end, and again, we haven't said, mentioned the preview yet, but like, dude, he's not into her. Well, here's and what he I'm going to say. I, Jessica. I agree with everything you say, but I don't like Chelsea, so. Okay, there's things that she says and does, but that part of that, like calling him out for the kisses, I actually don't think is insecurity. That's, again, like, that's Ken gaslighting bull stuff. When it's like, oh, you're calling me out for the truth? Like, what's up well, with that? Well, that doesn't fit my narrative with Chelsea, so I'm going to disagree with you. Listen, she is annoying. And, like, insecurity is part of that. But calling someone out, like, dude, like, if you started acting different, I'd be like, dude, we, you haven't called me a, a sick whatever lately. Like, what's wrong? What did I do? You know? So, I hear you. All right. All right. <laughs> Listen. It's, dude, it's 47 minutes in, and we just finished Love is Blind. Well, we didn't, didn't even get to the we preview. We didn't even get to Jimmy. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, sorry. So what we now know is that Jimmy, or Ch Chelsea is yelling at Jimmy, and she goes, I know you effed her. I know you effed her. And he's looking at her like, oops. So... Aren't, isn't this just proving everything I said? He's not into her. He's into Jessica. Oh, and there was a preview of them sitting together. I think, Je so I think we might actually see two relationship flips. I think we might see Germany, Jer Jeremy, Germ, Germ, Jeremy, whatever. Jeremy with Jer an A. Jeremy with an A. We might see him go to Sarah Ann. I'm going to say three, dude. Chelsea okay. to Trev. I would Chelsea to Trev. Well done. Two from the same couple. But yeah, I think we might see Jimmy go to Jessica. And uh, you know, I'm gonna say this. I hope we see Chelsea go to Trev, but I'm also gonna say this. She doesn't deserve him after this bull that she pulled. So I'm with you there. I'm not on team Chelsea, but I'm also on team women. Well, here's what I'm gonna say. Most everybody on this show, I root for them to stub their toe daily. I don't like any of that. That's that's fair. That's fair. So except my king Ken, dude. Ken is like, oh, I something about Ken really. Uh, he got his hair really bothers dude, me. I love that man. All right, let's talk about another soap opera, the NBA All Star Weekend. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what's there because, to talk about? Me and you would well, have scored let, fifty. Well, let's say this: All Star games historically were designed and made during a time where there wasn't national broadcasting. And so the all-star game was important. And it was, I think there were even times where it would like travel or da da da. I don't know. I might, that part I might be making up, but like it was, it was to expose people to local localized stars that weren't being nationally exposed. In a lot of ways, the All-Star game kind of like is obsolete now in a lot of sports. But I think the NBA really epitomizes just how much this weekend, like, 
I remember, and I think you might have been maybe not in diapers. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not that much older than you. I think you were ten when this happened. Um, so. <laughs> Were you still in diapers then? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, but, but... I wore them until I was 13. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. So I was right. When Blake Griffin jumped over the car. Yes, I remember that. Jeez. No, no, no. But no, 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 no. So listen, I remember that that was a thing. Yo, are you coming to so-and-so's house so we can watch the All-Star game? Da, da, da. And we all watched it together. I don't think that is happening as much now, dude. I mean, who cares about the All-Star game? The NBA All-Star Game. I like the home run derby, the three-point contest. It's all just, who cares? Well, that's the issue is the three-point contest now has become like the spectacle. Like that's what people want to watch. Because the dunk contest, as cool as the dunks are, everything's been exhausted. Like Yeah, everything's been done. Like so the thing with the dunk contest is you want to see originality. You're not seeing originality nearly as much. And some of the dunks are still incredible. I mean, Jalen Brown kind of I was embarrassed say, how about, himself. How about Jalen Brown, dude? I mean, <clears throat> but, come on. But overall, like, there's only so much you can do in the air as a human being without right. a trampoline enhancement. So, so, so the dunk contest, whatever, like, it stinks, but that's because people aren't getting creative. And I do think the dunk contest does need to start recruiting stars. They need to make an incentive so... That, like, it's so tragic that we never got to see LeBron James in a dunk contest. The mm. The All-Star game, though, it was good for the Kobe year when Kobe passed away because there was some competitiveness. The issue with the All-Star game is there's no competitiveness. Like, Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic were literally j- laughing the entire time playing. So, I, there was nothing... They, re- they remind me of us, though. Facts, dude. I'm Luka. You're you're. Oh, you're yeah, dude. Jokic is my favorite player. Um... No, so, like, there's no competitiveness. They need to figure a way to make it so it's not just extra cardio to stay in shape for a weekend. Because that's what it is. And I don't know how they can do that. They tried to bring the East versus West back. That didn't work out. Um, 211 points were scored. That's disgusting. So, I don't know what they can do, what their plan is, but... Does it need to be monetary value? But All-Stars usually are already the highest paid players in the league. There needs to be something that forces the hands of the players or they just need to get rid of it and do a 1v1 uh, competition. What did you think and what do you think in general of the WNBA and the NBA kind of – like I don't know if the WNBA has a separate – all-star they weekend do, but here's the issue because we talked about this yeah. pre-pod and i actually was going to agree great idea like i really do the issue is most women's players that are all-star caliber they play in the WNBA, and that's over the summer but where they make their money which is very sad is actually overseas so their their actual season is they're playing basketball when the men are playing the nba do you hear what i'm saying so like they're oh, acro- so- they're across the world, literally. Oh, they play back to back seasons, yeah. basically, is what you're saying. And they saying. basically look at WNBA as, I mean, it is getting bigger, which is dope. And Caitlin Clark, I think, is going to be huge for the sport. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but, and Sabrina, the three point competition with Steph was huge as well. Well, I, and I want to touch on that if we can. But like, yeah, I think it would I, be a good idea yeah. because it is kind of disrespectful for women to play in the celebrity All Star game. Like these people are. Like, it's not like they're like retired. Like, WNBA stars, right? Yeah. Like, like you're that's not retired. Not appropriate. Like, 
But That's not appropriate. And the men speak highly of the WNBA players, and the WNBA players want to prove themselves, so why not give it a shot? Like I, th- But I think the novelty of it would wear out very quickly. I think it'd be competitive the first couple of years. Yeah, I mean, oh, we're talking about in the All-Star game itself? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I just, I, I have to be honest, like, it's a, I, I, uh, <laughs> I just, if it's a little puzzling, like think of another sport where you would have players from another league coming to an all-star weekend and participating like fair enough though. The celebrity game is pretty unique to the NBA as well. Right? Well, I'm going to counter argument yeah. with, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. What other no, sport please. has another professional women's as high profile as the NBA. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know about if there's a women's NHL. Let me tell you, I've been grinding like FIFA. Dude, the chicks on the game, nasty. Bro. Oh, well, so let, let me say, like, that's one of the things I. So here's my thing. I wonder, because in all sports, I think player safety is making violence and violent conduct and the physical dangers of sport in terms of at least human to human direct contact interaction uh reduced and i don't think that's going to change i only think we're going to continue to go in that direction you know people talk about the quarterback having flags and so on and so forth and so if again like I think there is a a subconscious, you know, cultural thing that we have that women and men just should play, you know, different, you know, they shouldn't play together. Um, And that's obviously, you know, I mean, just that's have if that's controversial to you, I'm welcome to planet Earth. Like, welcome. Like, it must be your first day. But like, so at the same time, there's a lot of, you know movements that you know are are looking for women's equality and sports and title nine and all these things and so i wonder if eventually 50 years from now 75 years from now if there are there are just co-ed sports and that being said like i wonder if the nba is maybe because i look at these touch fouls and i look at the game And I really do wonder, and I think through, you know, working out and the things that, you know, WNBA stars ain't little, they're not soft. And so I do wonder, like, if you did have a combined league, because FIFA, and dude, I love what FIFA has done. So really quick, FIFA Ultimate Team, which is like when you earn players and stuff like that, all female professional soccer players are now part of that. And they've made it so that the, the women and the men in the game are are even and maybe that's not what it's like in real life i don't know nick this is kind of my question or is there a world that could i don't know like would it be such a disadvantage in some sports obviously it might i just wonder in the nba like the whole kenny smith drama steph curry and a wnba player had a three-point competition the three-point line is closer in the wnba than it is in the nba kenny smith was like well she should have been shooting from her line and he caught flack from it but we looked it up before the pod 
in golf, when men and women play together, the holes and the, the pars aren't exactly the same. And if she, in her league, has repped shooting from a certain distance and mastered that so many times, I don't find it an unfair advantage. And I don't think it's so controversial to say, you know, hey, I, I don't know, Nick. And if not, then should we just work towards a league with everybody? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's ideal, right? Uh, but I think bio- I think bi- that's I think that's the argument. But I think biology will, as again, welcome to Planet Earth. I think biology will always win. So, I think a combined league will always be a pipe dream because yeah, the women aren't small, but the centers are six eight. And we got Victor Wimanyama standing at seven four, <clears throat> who can do everything. And I think, and like, I, like who knows? In sixty to seven year year years from now, who knows? Biology could could all of a sudden change. But I also think like centers in the WNBA are very old school. They're not as skilled. And when I say skilled, I mean they're not dribblers or passers or playmakers. They're in the post. They in the, the WNBA. Yeah. In right. The, okay. In the, sorry. Yeah, in the NBA, everyone's so skilled now. Everyone can shoot. Everyone can pass. And if you can't, you're a liability to the team. So I think right now, even if we put biology to the side, the skill set is so much higher in the NBA right now. And I'm not saying the WNBA is not skilled. That's not what I'm saying. But it's everyone is a creator. Everyone is a shooter. And the WNBA, like, it's more of what the 2000s was in basketball where there's that the center who posts up, the power forward who can kind of has that mid-range game, the small forward who cuts and slashes, and then there's the point guard and the shooter. Like, that's what I think. So if we put biology to the side, I think the game will grow. Caitlin Clark's a great example of that. Like, I mean, she's just dropping buckets, dude. Like, Could she play in the NBA? Dude, people on Twitter say she can. And I, my question is, is no doubt her offensive ability, like, she would be a spot-up shooter, right? She's not strong. Like, she wouldn't be strong enough. So she, would she be exposed on defense would be the question because she is so little. That's where the question is. If she could hold right. her on a defense, she would be a rotational player for sure. Be Just because of how well she could shoot. Again, my thing is, and, and listen, I don't disagree with you. I'm just asking the question. But my opinion is that I I don't think what Kenny Smith said about the three-point line was that messed up? And I thought Reggie Miller's reaction, which immediately was like, oh, I bet you think she should be in the kitchen too. It was like, dude, like, I mean, listen, (laughs) if the rules are different, including where the line is, then the sports are different. So then they're different. And and biology dictates that, fine. But so it's not wrong to say that the rules when they play each other should accommodate that. I don't, I don't, but if she had one, if she had one shooting from the shorter line, everyone would have been like, well, she shot closer to the hoop. Of course she would win. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Fine. That's fine with me, but I don't think it's wrong for him to point out that. No, I I agree. Again, I didn't watch any of it. Like I'm going to be real with you. Me neither. I just, I just saw this on Instagram and was like, wow. Like, Reggie Miller really came at him pretty hard. Wow. 
We will spend a lot of time on Love is Blind, dude. Dude, I wouldn't want it any way. We might have to It'd change our demographic, dude. If you think about our <laughs> listeners, mostly women. So... Uh, I gotta tell you, it, we, it'd be irresponsible to bring up another topic at this point. When do the NHL playoffs start? Uh, right around the time of the NBA playoffs. I'm Perfect. just gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Next episode, I'm gonna sell you all on picking an NHL team and getting ready for the NHL playoffs because they, the NHL playoffs, when you're invested in a team... It might quietly be the best playoffs there is. Even better than the Super Bowl. That's right. I said it. Yeah, if you can follow the puck, I agree. Preview for next week. Go ahead. If you follow what? If you can follow the puck, bro. When I watch it, I lose the puck immediately. What's your, if you're looking at a vision chart, bad. where are you at? Bad. 2040? D- 2050? Dude, let's just say in second grade when I got my vision done, bro. I did so bad, the nurse said, please don't joke next time. <laughs> and they didn't give you glasses. They didn't give me glasses. They had to w- <laughs> I had to go the next week. I had to go next week, and then she was like, oh, you really can't see. That's how bad my vision is. And it's only gotten worse. <laughs> the last oh eye doctor appointment I ha- had, she said, your vision should not be going down that rapidly. I'm like, oh, great to know. Nick, no. I hate to hear that. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's funny because I will say that part of being a special educator is you get to meet these related service providers and OT, speech pathology, these different things. They just get into these aspects of growing up that you might not know about if you, if you didn't experience it. And it's just funny when it's like, there's kids that struggle academically and no one knows they're freaking blind. Like, and I'm so, so the fact that like you went to, to do a state mandated thing to make sure someone like you gets help. And they went, stop messing around. Kid is like miss Goldstein. That, never forget that, it. I love, we her. have no chance. I love, we have her. no chance. Okay. We have no chance. That was Chelsea right there. That's what miss Goldstein did. You, she pulled the Chelsea on you. All right. That was, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's, that was great. Oh my gosh, my heart feels uh, lighter just having had that laugh over that. That was a good one. Dude, all right. <laughs> she made me sick, bro, when she said that. I was second grade me, bro. You should have seen me. I was walking down the hallway so mad. I'm like, yo, this nurse doesn't know anything. I can't see. And then you walked into a freaking Wall. locker. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I probably did walk into the railing. I'm sorry. That's not funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dang, dude. Are you going to go blind? Uh, by love. Like, how does vision work? Is I don't it like, know, dude. They're going to keep giving me thicker glasses. By the time I'm how- done, my glasses are going to be from here to the wall. Let's let's end on LASIK. What are your thoughts on LASIK? Dude. Paul got LASIK. It changed. He doesn't wear glasses and, anymore. It changed his life. Me and Paul have beef that he doesn't even know about. So if you're listening, Paul. We <laughs> he's not beef. a listener. So, yeah. Well, um, he's, he doesn't care. Well, when we get rich and famous and he listens to episode 11. He'll be like, wow, I didn't know I had beef. Um, LASIK, Joe got it, my buddy Joe. So I'm not going to get it because he's bald and I don't want to go bald. So now it freaks me out. I don't, surgery freaks me out. So I'll never get it. And I don't know if you know. I love that because the glasses look for you is like, it's, it's And you have to get LASIK again. Oh, you have to, within like eight years? What is it? Yeah, something like that, eight, ten. 
Well, there was a woman who like got it, and I guess she like it was really bad, like really, really bad, no, like as bad that. as you could imagine. All right, all right. I'm glad to hear it because I'm gonna get Melanie, and she already agreed to this to draw our caricatures, like take some pictures of us and like stencil them out, and that's gonna be our new logo because Kelly said that she looked at the logo and she said, I don't get it. Why would you have a logo like this? And I said, you know what? You're in charge of ads. Why don't you leave the uh, the decorations, you know? I didn't really say this, but. You should have. I was ready to slap her with her second warning in two weeks. Okay, that HR mailbox is filling up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll let you all go. Everyone have a great weekend. We miss you. We can't. Hey, we're definitely going to do the conclusion. We'll do be able to do the conclusion of Love is Blind next week, right? Oh, dude, we're on it like Blue Bonnet, brother. All right, conclusion of week of uh, Love is Blind next week, and then we'll do some sports stuff. And uh, we're getting close to our friend anniversary, So I want to tell uh, the story, uh, a great story from when we first started being yeah, friends Yeah, maybe we'll do year, a couple so. stories because I got a couple good ones too. All right, good. Yeah, we got some good ones. So anyway, all right. Everyone have a great weekend. Love you. Bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>